Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. In today's episode, we are going to continue Mike Trout Appreciation Week. On Monday's episode, we looked at when Trout was drafted, his time in the minor leagues, and looked from his 2011 through his 2012 seasons. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at his 2013 season and his 2014 AL MVP winning season. But before we dive into the episode, a couple housekeeping things. As usual, I'm away from social media right now, so if you want to contact me, the best way to do so is by email at brentjmcguire94 at gmail.com. You can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates, and if you haven't done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review the Locked on Angels podcast on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. So happy Tuesday, everybody, and for those living in America, happy Election Day. I did want to take just a second to reach out and just see how everybody's doing. I know this is a really troubling, complicated time for pretty much everybody across the world right now. I know specifically for those living in America, it's a scary, uncertain time, and a lot of us are living with those daily anxieties, myself included. So I just want to reach out and make sure you're all doing okay and staying safe and happy as possible during this time. But with that out of the way and that being said, We're going to take a look at Mike Trout's 2013 and 2014 seasons in today's episode, continuing this Mike Trout Appreciation Week. Before doing that, there were a couple of recommended readings that I had for the listeners. So as we've kind of talked about over the last couple weeks, the offseason is finally here and there are tons of articles on free agent options, free agent lists that are being posted. So I'll include these in the description, but they were definitely well worth my time. I think you'll enjoy them. So Last week at The Athletic, Keith Law released his top 40 free agents. Over the weekend at Fangraphs, they released their top 50 free agents. And at MLB Trade Rumors on Monday, they did their annual top 50 list with their predictions. So among the many predictions they had on there, they had the Angels picking up four players in the class, including Marcus Stroman, Marcus Semien, Trevor Rosenthal, and Mike Miner. Obviously, you take these things with a grain of salt, but it's kind of a fun time to go look at some of the potential options. And like I've kind of discussed, there are more options being added on a daily basis because of the financial crunch that's going to occur this offseason. We're going to see a lot of players have their options uh, declined. We're going to see guys non-tendered. So this is a real advantage for the Angels to go out, add a lot of talent in free agency. So we just have to see what the direction of the club is once they hire their next GM. Okay, but now let's talk about what you came here for. And that is Mike Trout. So on Monday's episode, we looked at his early years when he was drafted all the way through his historic 2012 Rookie of the Year winning season. So he came into 2013 with a serious bid for being baseball's next uh, best player. And he followed up with that. He had a monster season that was even better than his 2012 season by some measure. So if you look strictly at Fangraph's wins above replacement, he was slightly, slightly better in 2013 he was in 2012 but really it was basically the same figure but still Trout basically backed up his extraordinarily impressive 2012 season with just as good of a season and although he changed his profile a little bit he wasn't quite as good in center field 
Defensively, didn't steal as many bases, hit a few less home runs. He basically slugged the same. His on-base percentage went up by 30-odd points because he raised his walk rate by 5%, struck out a little bit less. And the big thing was, this was Mike Trout's healthiest season in the major leagues. He accumulated 716 plate appearances. So basically, he was out there the entire season racking up the plate appearances to basically accrue that total value that he had. And for the second straight season, Mike Trout finished second in MVP voting to Miguel Cabrera. And basically what I said about the 2012 debate could be put in here as well. Trout was better by a lot of statistics, ultimately did not win, but it was still a strong season. And Mike Trout had several moments that continued to add to his early legacy that he had in the major leagues. So there weren't quite as many like sheer, oh my gosh, highlights in his 2013 season, at least when you compare it to his 2012 and his upcoming 2014 season, but still had some pretty big moments. In April, he had his first grand slam of his career in what was a monster inning for the Angels. The one-two, breaking ball, straight away center field. Look at it! The first career grand slam for Mike Trout. So that audio and all of the following audio is going to be courtesy of Major League Baseball. And yeah, Mike Trout hitting this Grand Slam was pretty darn cool. I was lucky enough to be at this game and it was one of those games where if you didn't show up in the first inning, you basically missed the entirety of the game. The Angels had a nine run first inning. Mike Trout caps off that inning with a huge Grand Slam dead center field. And yeah, this was a really cool moment. And we started to become accustomed to some of these really big grand slams that Trout would have. And he's pretty much every year had a huge grand slam at some point. But the next big moment, the one that most fans will remember from that 2013 season was when Mike Trout completed the cycle, finishing it by hitting a home run to complete the cycle. 2-0 pitch. This one out toward right center field. This one's got a chance. Saunders is back at the wall. Mike Trout! 12 the Angels, and congratulations on the cycle. And no, nothing surprised me with my, my <laughs> You want to ask me again? Oh, my word. Unbelievable. And again, he's just 21. So again, this was just one of those moments that added to Trout's legacy and at this point he's still super young and doing these incredible things and it wasn't just the fact that he completed the cycle it was the fact that he needed a home run to do so and the pitch he hits out is a breaking ball that he has to golf basically out the other way and it still goes over the fence it was just an incredible moment for Trout and like I said just added to his early legacy but yeah the 2013 season was basically confirmation that this guy was legit was really freaking good and kind of had that title as baseball's best player at that point and he had big things on the horizon. Before taking a look at the 2014 season, I strongly advise you to check out the Locked On MLB podcast. The offseason's here, but you can stay tuned to everything that's going on, whether it's the hot stove stuff, stuff related to the Angels, collective bargain agreement stuff. Make sure to check out the Locked On Major League Baseball podcast. 2014 season was a memorable one for Trout on so many different levels. I mean, first and foremost, Trout had a milestone moment signing a major record-setting contract before the season even started. Uh, last uh, month has been crazy for me. Uh, I'd like to thank Artie, Wave Carroll, uh, 
John, Jerry, Sosh, everybody, the fans, um, my teammates. Uh, I wouldn't be up here without you guys. So this was the first of two mega contracts that Trout would end up signing. What's impressive about this one was he sets the record for most money made by a guy who wasn't even in arbitration yet. And I do remember before this time, I think it was during the 2013 season, when the Angels gave Mike Trout the minimum, the league average minimum, and fans were worried that, oh, maybe Trout is going to take this as a as an offense and he might not want to sign with the Angels. Well, obviously, as we saw coming into that season and as we saw a couple years ago when he signed his next big contract, it didn't matter. But this was a huge contract for Trout. It was kind of a sign that the Angels were committed to winning. They were committed to locking up their young player to a mega deal. And yeah, Trout started the season with a bang, signing this mega contract. And once the season did start, Trout wasted no time getting going, hitting an opening day first at bat home run against King Felix Hernandez. And that is out the left field, and the Angels are up to nothing. Big fly, up a walker by Trout. If you've followed the Angels in Mike Trout's era, you know that Mike Trout has done some serious damage against King Felix Hernandez, and there's there are a lot of stats out there that say that pitcher versus batter statistics ultimately don't mean much until you re- reach like a large sample size. But Mike Trout's done some pretty impressive things in 88 at bats against Felix Hernandez, has a 1.120 OPS and eight home runs. And it's worth pointing out that Felix Hernandez was one of the best pitchers of this past decade. So what Mike Trout was doing against them was just absolutely insane. And this was a really cool moment that kicked off what was going to be a historic season for Mike Trout. So that was a really cool moment, that opening day home run. And that kind of signaled a trend that was going to happen for Trout this year. I think in terms of pure excitement and just wow moments, 2014 was probably Trout's best season because he had so many signature moments from this season that ultimately leads to his first MVP award. And in May, he has his first walk-off home run. Breaky pitch out to a left. Going back on it is good, a big fly, walk-off style, and the Angels pick up the victory by the final of six to five. Nothing Geyer can do it left. Good check that one off the bucket list. So if you listen to my playoff reflection on the 2014 season a couple weeks ago, you might have heard that this home run from Trout was the biggest hit of Trout's career when you look at win probability added, which essentially looks at how much do you change the outcome of a game based on one single event. And I guess that's not surprising. The Angels were down by two runs going into this moment. Trout hits a three-run homer to give the Angels the win. That's obviously a huge moment. And it was just one of many huge hits, huge moments that he has in this season. And it only took a couple weeks for his next really big moment to occur against Chris Sale. Bases loaded, down by four runs at Angel Stadium. Trout just does the incredible. Here comes the payoff pitch. This one's out to a left center field. Hit pretty well. Eaton going back. He's at the wall. Good! Grand salami time for Mike Trout. We are tied at five. Again, it's worth repeating that. That walk-off home run and this Chris Sale Grand Slam happened in a span of like two to three weeks. I mean, it was just insane 
And this moment was pretty darn close in terms of biggest hit of Mike Trout's career. I want to say it was top five based on some of the research that I've done. But yeah, this was just insane. Just beyond just the numbers perspective and how insane it is to hit a grand slam to tie up a game, to do so against Chris Sale, who was at that point one of the best pitchers in baseball and was about to go on one of the strongest runs of any pitcher in the next, you know, half decade. Not only that, but this pitch is well off the outside corner, below the zone, and he just golfs it, hits it at center field, tie game. Just simply incredible moment for Trout. And about a month after this, on the 4th of July, packed house at Angel Stadium against the Houston Astros, kind of before they started to emerge as contenders. Trout hits a walk-off home run, again, on just a pitch that shouldn't have been hit out for a home run. There was a common theme that was starting to occur with Trout and some of these home runs he was hitting, like not many players were able to golf a two-strike curveball that is basically in the dirt out for a home run. And that was one of Trout's defining characteristics that we started to really see around this time with the Chris Sale home run and this walk-off home run. I mean, these are pitches that have no business being hit out, especially in these kind of pivotal moments in games. And this was just so freaking cool. So... Trout carries this momentum into the next couple weeks. He goes to the All-Star game again, wins his first uh, All-Star game MVP. I'll include that audio and kind of touch more on his All-Star game accolades in the final episode of the series. But yeah, Trout goes to the All-Star game, does this thing, overshadows Derek Jeter in his final season in the major leagues, and Trout wins the MVP over Jeter, despite the fact that Jeter had a pretty darn good game. So Trout continues to move right along, keeps doing his thing. And he's one of the reasons why the Angels ended up going on to make the playoffs in the 2014 season. The Angels go on a tear in the second half, overcome the Oakland Athletics, win 98 games, win the division, and get the number one seed in the playoffs. Obviously, you remember what happened that season. They get swept in the playoffs, but I feel like I'm obligated to include Trout's only hit of that series, a home run in game three in Kansas City. That ball is driven to left field. Gordon takes a look, and that's all he can do. Mike Trout has gone deep here in the first. So it really is unfortunate. I know this is just beating a dead horse, but the fact that the Angels have not won a playoff game with Mike Trout, and this is our only like moment that we have with Mike Trout succeeding on the biggest stage, really just does stink. Not just from an Angels fan perspective, but... From a league perspective, when your best player has not been able to have this opportunity more often, really does stink. So hopefully this changes in the upcoming years. And like I mentioned before, this was Trout's first year that he takes home AL MVP honors. After two straight runner-up finishes, Mike Trout rebounded strongly to win the American League MVP award by unanimous decision. So like I mentioned at the top part of this segment, this was a pretty big year for Mike Trout. He signs a big contract that keeps him in Anaheim at least for a half decade. He wins MVP. He has all these walk-offs, these incredible grand slams, these moments that are just insane. Makes it to the playoffs for the first time and really just establishes himself as like the clear-cut best player in the game. And this was an interesting year beyond just that. I think it was, uh, if people remember his second half of that season, I want to say 
he quote-unquote struggled, but that's struggling compared to where Trout usually is. So you look in the first half, he was dominant. 185, weighted runs created plus. Essentially, he was 85% better than the league average hitter in the first uh, half of the season. Second half, drops down to 141. And that was in part due to the fact that his strikeout rate rose to 30% in the second half. I think if people remember, uh, Trout struggled with high velocity that year. It was like the first time that Trout had a real weakness that pitchers were exposing. And it's since been solved, but that was a real struggle down the stretch. We saw him kind of get worse progressively by each month. And we obviously saw him struggle a little bit in the playoffs. But overall, this is still just an incredible year. Wins his MVP, has his big deal. And Trout really just established himself not only as the Angels' best player, but the best player in baseball. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Angels. As a reminder, if you need to contact me, you can do so at brentjmcguire94 at gmail.com. And you can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates. I did have an article come out on Monday at the site looking at the free agent class and some of the predictions that several sites had. So if you want to go check that out, I will include that in the link. But that's going to do it for today's episode. On Wednesday's episode, we'll take a look at Trout's 2015 and 2016 seasons. But in the meantime... Stay safe out there, and we'll talk Angels baseball and Mike Trout on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Angels.